Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to Hashtag Lakers, your homie's place for all things Lakers. Hashtag perfectly for your ears. With special appearances from Laker beat writers, NBA insiders, journalists, and Laker fanatics all over the world. We'll break down and analyze the latest games, trending news, trade rumors, signings, injuries, and much more. So tune in and let's talk Lakers basketball. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. What's up and welcome to Hashtag Lakers, brought to you by Hoopheads and Dash Radio. I'm Yola Gazo, and today I'm joined by a guest on the show. We'd like to welcome Devon Johnson from uh, Showtime Forum. Uh, so Devon, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. It's an honor to be here. Pleasure. Uh, and obviously, you know, uh, Showtime is my is my spot, but I love your guys' podcast as well. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you hopping on the show. We, uh, you know, love your work, so... Uh, glad to, you know, it's an honor to have you on. Um, so, guys, let, let's go over our uh, agenda today. Um, so, so with the Lakers losing <laughs> for Yikes. the last five games, right? Uh, yeah. Since AD has been out, I guess one of them, like AD, played for half the game, right? But yeah. uh, he's out due to the calf strain. Dennis Schroeder is out for the next few games. Health and safety protocols, not sure when. Probably Portland game, but we'll see. Um, but you know, with that at the backdrop, many in the media have asked, should the Lakers be panicking right now? So I wanted to get your thoughts on that, uh, before we go forward and talk about, uh, other Laker news, including Quinn Cook being waived and some buyout rumors. But, uh, let's, let's start with this discussion. Let's start on whether we should be worried and panicking about the Lakers and, and see where that takes us. Uh, Devon, I'm I'm assuming you're you're in the camp of people saying we shouldn't be worrying, right? That that is completely true. I I am not I'm not worried. Frustrated is okay. That, that's a Word, good word to, yeah. to describe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frustrated, and and you know, and there's two reasons why I'm not worried. If I'm being honest, number one, obviously we're not in full strength. I think these games go completely different if AD is is playing, even though AD wasn't even playing at his top capability if you will for this year but the second part is what frank vogel said when the season started when we had that shortened season 
season. And Frank Vogel said that you're going to have a lot of ugly games and you're going to have a lot of ugly games early. When he said that, it just helped me set the tone that this is not, this is probably not going to be the same way we started last year. No. Uh, And I can't let the record or losing streaks be indicative of how great this team is or could be. So it's like even losing last night, the way we did, which was, the most frustrated I've been this season so was watching us be up by double digits and then watch us lose going into overtime. And on a, that was just like the worst. So against the Washington Wizards, a below 500 team, a below 500 team. And just to kind of bring a little levity to that, though, right? You have a, a Russell Westbrook who gets traded there. Yes. They're on a four game win streak. Yes. So, sure. you're, you're, you know, it, it reminded me of when the Houston Rockets beat us that one game in, in the bubble. Where it was kind of like, okay, you you really should beat this team. And you and the one time you don't play well, they're going to beat you. Right. I think if you're in a seven-game series, I think that's the only game that the Wizards win, in my sure. opinion. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the Wizards. Right, right, right. No, I yeah. completely yeah. agree. Matt, but what? Lakers record right now, 22 and 10. Um, last season, what was their record uh, at this point in time? I think their record, let, let me see, and we're 32 games in, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so they're, games. yeah, the record was 25 and seven. So they right. had three less losses. Right, right. Uh, than before. So. so, I mean, to put things in perspective, like, sure, currently <laughs> the Lakers are struggling. Yeah, man. Part of their five. Uh, but I'm glad you, you, you mentioned Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis is a big reason why we are. It, it, uh, at the point where we are today, where we're, we're struggling. And, um, you know, I kind of want to list all these reasons, you know, people are saying, you know, or otherwise that are out there, why we should be right. Paying, right? And then, and maybe we can, like, uh, you and I can provide a rebuttal to, to, to all of <laughs> yes. these, right? Right? Yes. Right. right. So, so um, look, uh, we're, you know, something came out. Um, I don't remember who started it, but, we're struggling when LeBron isn't out there, right? And this is, you had mentioned, um, and that was before mm-hmm. we recorded here, but LeBron is tolling, tallying so many minutes uh, recently. So, I mean, that's a reason yeah. to panic, right? Not necessarily a reason to panic. I think I want to take people back to the bubble. Okay. And there, there was a moment in the finals where we thought Anthony Davis was done. Like, we thought he was some freak injury happened that's right and yeah and lebron made a comment he said that he had prepared in his mind i'm gonna have to carry this team the rest of the way right so so lebron's mind is this if anthony davis is not out there i'm carrying the load right it feels obvious sure so when when anthony was 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 out for that for when he went out halfway through the game you know that lebron turned that switch on and we saw it early in those games the issue is when schroeder went out Yes, and Schroeder was gone. The the primary ball handler away from LeBron is now gone, right? right. And right. and if we've watched Dennis in late game situations turn it on, even when his first three quarters weren't there, so it's not it, like for me, it's 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 not a reason to to panic, but it is a reason of concern because you know LeBron's not going to turn that off. He's going to turn that on and carry that because in his mind, that's my job. Right. But man, this many this many miles on that body. And you're asking him to really, uh, you're asking him to try to hold up a team that is still trying to define itself. And that's a lot to ask an older guy, you know? You're right. You're right. No, 
I'm glad you provided that rebuttal, and I completely agree. Um, another one that came out there, and I think this was like on FS1. Oh, and there was like a weird group that I've never seen before talking on FS1. Uh-oh. And they were they were saying that, you know, the teams are starting to figure out this Lakers offense. Uh, you know, teams are making sure that they're protecting the rim, rim and, and putting more men around the paint so that the LeBron is limited in, in driving to the rim. So this, you know, basically what happens essentially is, is Lakers will then have to bank on their three-point shooting, which... You know, technically, we haven't done well recently uh, in a three-point shooting. But, but, like, what are your what are your thoughts on that sort of? That's a reason to panic that someone said about. Like, uh, okay, so so teams are figuring out our offense all of a sudden when one of our best offensive players and defensive players is out. That, exactly. It's just, <laughs> exactly. You think it's a coincidence that like all of a sudden Anthony Davis is not playing and they figured us out. No, man. I mean, we were shooting very hot from three starting off, and, and we right. were regressing the mean at some point. Sure, Alex sure. Caruso, who was it? It was Alex and uh, KCP. And maybe was it? it was in KCP. We're like yeah, the yeah. top three point shooters in the exactly. league. You know, like that. That's, that's not, not the truth. Yeah, right, right, right. That's not the truth, man. I mean, to be honest, Anthony Davis is obviously a, a, a better three point shooter than, than any big we've had in a long time. Sure. sure. Uh, Schroeder has shown himself to be there. Um, and things like that, but but our 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 game has never been built around three point shooting. Um, right. It's been built around the big man. The difference between Anthony being out now as opposed to last year is that you still were able to play inside out with Javale and Dwight. Right. You you still had the ability to have a little bit of offense with rim running, pick and roll, things like that. You don't have that necessarily with Mark. That's not Marcus All's game. Uh, he's much more of a facilitator without speed. He's a cerebral IQ guy. And then you have who you you have an ISO player like Trez, right? right? Trez can get his shots up. He's been wonderful on the offensive end, uh, but he's ISO, and that's not that's whatever they think. Whatever team thinks they figured this out, I don't know what they figured out. If the Lakers haven't figured out who they are without Anthony Davis, I don't know how other teams are figuring it out. Uh, I think everything changes when AD gets back, um, which to me makes it more important for him to sit as long as possible. I would rather see a struggle now. Right. Um, and keep him healthy through the playoffs, then, you know, obviously rush him back and then then we're really in trouble come playoff time, you know, so. Right, right, right. And you know, obviously you, you mentioned AD, right? But we also have to mention Schroeder. So yeah. those two being out, right, for the last couple of games here, um, you know, Schroeder, AD, they are in the top three of our uh, top three scores. Like, like obviously – our our offense is going to digress because of that. Obviously, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. I don't know what intern told him to say that on FS1. <laughs> but, I just I, I don't get it. Like, and I understand the losses. I understand, and and, and it's almost knee jerk, right? Prisoner of the moment. The Lakers lost to the Wizards. Right. Third game in a row. First three game losing streak of the season. Sure. And, but 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 like to to throw in this idea that other teams the, the Lakers are beating themselves. Let me just start with that. Sure. The Lakers are beating themselves. It's not that there's it's not that that Beal and, and Westbrook are are destroying and torching us. It's or it's not like even when we go to Portland, we're gonna talk about that later. But even when we go to Portland or go to, to the Jazz, if we lose these games, you're gonna see a lot of it due to turnovers, fatigue, and a lack of offensive identity without Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder. So right. 
So there really is no other talking point that I think they could have. I think they have to inject that, God bless their souls, to keep to keep the ratings up. But like for me, there's no <laughs> way I would let that come out of my mouth. That like somebody figured us out is is crazy. It's crazy. It's completely yeah. crazy. It's bonkers. All the way. <laughs> oh man. man. Bonkers is the word. Yeah. <laughs> look, that's the look, one. Look, I, I wanna uh, continue this this discussion, but I wanna flip it to, you know. Uh, the question of all right so look we are struggling a little bit without ad yeah. and shooter so what needs to happen right what needs to happen for for the lakers to from from this point on until you know uh, we know dennis shooter is coming back pretty soon here but until ad comes back you know what needs to happen so i want to talk about that but i want to take a, a quick break though um and uh yeah but then you know next segment we'll we'll talk about that so stay tuned guys and we'll talk to you soon hey hoopheads we appreciate you listening to this episode of hashtag lakers Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads Podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing and my co-host Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with Devon Johnson of Showtime Forum. Um, And on this segment, we want to talk, we want to continue our discussion from from the last segment. Uh, But we want to talk about now uh, what needs to happen um, for the Lakers to start winning again. Uh, We talked about AD being out for the next few weeks here, maybe even more. Um, But, you know, we're, we're struggling right now. Right, right, Devon. So, so what are what are these these things that we need to start doing? What what needs to happen for the Lakers to start winning? And what are your thoughts? I well, I'm gonna tell you my first main thing, and it's gonna be three words: let Kuz cook. Dude, and is I, I listen. We've been waiting for this evolution of Kuz for yes. like two or three seasons now. Sure. And to watch this dude with ADV out, be aggressive on the boards, 
playing defense. Like he's playing defense, like like real defense. And and then he's he's scoring. His his three points becoming far more consistent. He's he's finding his role better. So for me, he's averaging about twenty five minutes. I want to see that. I want to see him playing thirty five minutes. Right. That would he, be. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, comes yeah, off yeah. the bench generally, so his body is pretty much spared for these moments. Um, and I, w- I want to see that. I also think for for if you if you give Kuz a, a little bit more leeway to continue to do what he's doing, and if you can get a find a way to get Trez into the pick and roll more as opposed to the ISO, yes, um, I think we'll be better. I don't think there's much we can do on the defensive end um, mm-hmm. that's going to fix much. I think right, right, right. You lose your best blocker. Um, you know, you, your your best big. Um, God bless Marcus All, man. He had a game last night, man. Listen, this dude had a block, two steals, and a four-point play in the first five minutes of the game. And I was like, dude. I was like, I, I'm rejoicing, but this something is weird when Marcus All has a block and two steals in five minutes, right? <laughs> uh, that, that's when I was like, I don't know how to feel about this game. But like, if we can just get a semblance of great offense, I think it'll help our defense a little bit more. Um, so I want to see Kuz. I want to see Trez more. Um, and I want to see Caruso handling the ball less. Right. I, I think I think that's interesting. I want to talk about Caruso handling the ball less for a little bit here. But yeah. I think that you're right. And I think like the theme of that is that we need to play smarter, right? Like we don't need Trez isoing the ball as much. Like he can do it one or twice maybe, but we want him, like you said, like the pick and roll action that where he's best at. Yeah. Um, and Kuz, let him shoot the ball. The, the, yeah. My only concern is, like it, like you said, giving more minutes, maybe 35 minutes, is that I don't know if, if Kuz um, like, is ready to go 35 doing everything that he does uh, on the offensive glass defending like he has been like an a, a mm. above average defender now in the league right like um uh i don't remember the, there was a stat out there i think alex regla had put it out about um coos being one in in the 99th percentile or something like that yes in defense yeah um, <laughs> which is wild this that is wild <laughs> but like i don't know if he can do all of that and then also uh like put up well he has mm. been he's put, putting up like almost 20 points but like if he can do any more than that i don't know if he can do that but i want to see it like i but i don't i don't know if he has i don't know what's the word like the capacity to to do that yeah at this level right now because he's still you know he's learning the offense like how to play how to rebound right now um right he's learned that this this year last year yeah. he learned how to defend really well and so I, I don't know if he can like put all of that together right now where we need it and yeah and like just explode and 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 i don't know play like an all-star or whatever yeah. like, that we need <laughs> him he- to be Right. Yeah, I you know, and I don't I don't, you know, when I when I say that, I don't want him to do it for the rest of the season. I the way I look at it is this when Anthony and Schroeder comes back, his minutes are getting cut drastically. Oh, right. Sure. You're gonna see, yeah, you're gonna see Morris go back to the bench. You'll probably see him once every five or six games. And Kuzma's gonna be like around the 16 minute mark unless he proves himself in the first 10 minutes or something, right? Right, right. Sure, so the way sure. I look at it is like when I was like 16 or 17, I had an accurate integra, right? And I had an opportunity to put a turbo on it. 
And there's something about being able to go a certain speed and then to watch your car kick into that next gear. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to live in that next gear, but it's good to know that I can push it when I need to. Like sure. that's ah. that's what I want Kyle to be, right? All right. I All want right. us to like, I want us to be able to go, okay, Kyle, we we going with full force. And him and Trez coming off the bench full of energy and aggressiveness gives us that boost that I think would allow LeBron to kind of sit back a little bit more and things like that. So kind of, and just kind of tying that into the, to the Caruso thing is Schroeder kind of knows a little bit more how to play with, with Kuz, in my opinion, just as a point guard, he has a better handle. He knows how to get to the cut more. Caruso is not so much that player. Caruso plays best with LeBron, who's a ball handler. Right. And they kind of know each other better. Right. So like for me, I think Kuz just presents a different dynamic and I want to see him do that now while nobody's in. And then when everybody starts coming back in, he just becomes that extra gear that we can hit Mm -hmm. after he's got those 30, 35 minutes to like push his body to that limit for right now, you know? So, so, so Caruso, um, you know, no, no, no handing of the ball. Um, But the problem is like, who's, who's our option? Like, like THT. I know. I (laughs) know. And see, that's another thing. Like you also have somebody who is, in THT. So, I mean, we're just kind of putting all this together, right? right, right think right. about THT last year, who was able to, to spend much more time learning and playing, which benefited right. him greatly, obviously. Obviously. But like yeah. Caruso kind of went that same THT kind of route where it was like Caruso comes up for a certain amount of games from G League. He learns, he learns, he learns, and then he gets a chance to play. Well, now he's become the secondary ball handler next to LeBron. It's LeBron, then him, right? Um, and there's a moment last night that said it all for me. LeBron and, and, and Caruso have been known as the best duo in the plus minus and, and, and just efficiency right. rating sure. in the league, right? Sure, sure. Last night showed me that he's not ready to, to be that and a primary ball handler because LeBron literally was yelling at him to go to the corner. The whole team was telling him, go to the corner. Caruso starts going to the corner. LeBron passes to the corner. Caruso's not there. And the ball goes out of bounds. This is at the end of, I think, like the second quarter going into the half. Yeah, like I that. remember that, right. You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm going, he, he, he's not, his IQ level is, is just, it's just not there right now. And so for me, I don't know what the answer is as, you know, when you don't have that. Heck, I'd rather see Marc Gasol from the top of the key facilitate the offense. Not necessarily dribbling it, but like Caruso bring it up, pass it to Mark, let Mark make the decisions. Sure. Then, then Caruso kind of doing it right now. I think he's a tremendous player. If anybody knows me, you know that Caruso is my favorite player, dude, on the Lakers. He's my new Shannon Brown to me, right? Dude, I uh, love that dude, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, do. I recognize guts, his 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 limitations, right? Right. We yeah. do have to recognize his limitations, but yeah. I do love everything that he does and what the impact that he has in this team. And I want to talk about um, also, right, like. You know, we're talking about LeBron being on the court, but I think one of the problems is when he's not on the court and then our offense just falls like sky rockets down. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, just exactly. And I have no idea. Like, I think the Lakers are trying to figure out, okay, who's going to be our shot creator? Who's going to be our playmaker? Uh, You mentioned like Caruso might not be it. THT, he's too young. I don't know if he's experienced enough. So who's yeah. gonna do this? It's almost like we need like a Dion Waiters. <laughs> I, yo, I, I know that sounds crazy, and I'm so glad you said that, but that would be the perfect fit right now. Right. right. I mean, I'm talking last year. I don't know what he is now, but like last year would have been perfect. Right. 
Right. Like we need someone who can create his own shots, who can play make a little bit, you know, pass a little bit. Um, almost like a like a secondary, like like a secondary shooter that's out there that like we need someone like that. But uh yeah. Schroeder will be back in a few games here. Um and maybe things will be better. Uh yeah. A- after that. I- a little bit better. We're not gonna have A D, but it'll be a little bit better because we'll have two of the top three scorers uh, back, right? Right, right. And and I think let, let's just go back to when we first signed Schroeder. Sure. The excitement level about him was because in our minds, he was coming off the bench. Sure. Oh, right? sure. And, That's in true. Our, in, our, in our mind, he was the secondary ball handler. It was LeBron's going to handle the ball in the starting lineup. Um, I don't know how it ended up happening. Obviously, Schroeder was in the starting lineup from the beginning, and he hasn't right. come out. So part of it to me is like, man, you know, it makes more sense to split them, right? Um, I don't think Vogel's ever going to do that, but but I think part of the waving of Quinn Cook, and we'll talk about that later, but I think part of that is to make room not only for another big potentially, mm-hmm. but also, like you said, another ball handler. The issue is I don't know what ball handlers are even available, you know? Right, right. I mean, I mean, I guess, look, we, we, we were going to talk about Quinn Cook, but Quinn Cook would have been an option, right? I mean, we we I don't know if we give him enough chances. I feel like he's a straight up baller, right? He can shoot the ball, and he can create his shot for himself. And and uh, I I don't know if there was we gave him enough, but I I you know I I get why they did, it, and we'll talk about it. But you're I think I think that's what we need. I think we need to figure out who's going to be our shot creator, who's going to be our playmaker when LeBron is not in there. Um, well, you know, like I said, things might might work out a little bit better when Schroeder is back, but we got to figure things out when AD is out um, yeah. uh, going forward. Uh, one last thing I do want to talk about before we, we go hop on to the next um, segment here. But are you seeing uh, – look, so so Vogel, um, you kind of touched on this. Vogel is, is super reluctant to change his starting lineup. And, and do like, like play matchup, you know, against the oppo- opposing team. Um, he, like we saw him do it in the postseason. Obviously, like we're playing the Rockets, yeah. we're gonna go play small ball, so we're gonna put Dwight inside, right, or whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, so like, but he, I, I don't know. It, it feels like he's super reluctant to do that in the post, uh, or sorry, in the regular season. Do you think that he needs to to? The coaching staff needs to sort of change his mentality while AD is out, so that we can win a few of these games. That we <laughs> I, I let, let me. Vogel is the biggest anom- anomaly to me on this entire Lakers squad. Out of everybody okay. who's been kind of new to join, it's it, it's Vogel because when he when he does the right thing, you love it. Right. But then there's these moments where you're like, "What are you doing?" Right. I think like the biggest sigh of relief was when we were in that heat series and we felt like we were going to lose we were like okay wait a minute this is not going as smoothly as it should sure sure and then that last game he throws caruso into the into <laughs> the starting lineup we were like okay bro and then like literally we watched them decimate the heat, exactly. right? so we go okay so he does understand how to make adjustments his timing of making adjustments this is where i give him a pass this year when they said that they've only had nine practices I know. They have more losses than they have practices. That's, that's insane. That's wild to think about, right? That is so, I go, so wild. Yeah, dude. It is. 
So you, you almost give him a pass and going, okay, so maybe his thought is I need to use these games as best as possible to keep the, the chemistry going with these guys to let it develop and simmer. That could be an argument. That could be. I'm right. with, yeah, I'm huh. with you. I think when you have AD out and you've already stated in the beginning is going to be ugly, this is the time to kind of explore. You know what I mean? I know this sounds great. And I've been, I made it a joke, but every game I start thinking, like, okay, like Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook got a little bit of run before he got waived. And now there, yeah. I think about people like McKinney. I'm like, okay, well, how bad is McKinney? Right? <laughs> like, Right, is right, he right. like, is he like, and I, you know, I love me some Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley to me is, is a key piece of this team. But key. like, are you telling me like he can't, he can't play better than Jared Dudley or you see what I'm saying? Like in my head, I'm going, let's throw some things around, see if you can catch lightning in a bottle, because if you're going to lose, at least lose trying. Right. Let's right. not, let's not have the same starters we've had in the nine man rotation. Right. And we're still losing double digits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Double digit leads and stuff like that. So, like to me, I think I think Vogel needs to let this time be the experimentation mode because no matter what you do to keep consistency, it all changes when AD gets back. But you have AD and Schroeder out, right? So mix it up, play around with it, see where we go with it. And listen, we already question half of his decisions anyway. <laughs> so if we're going to question it, at least let us question something that may turn into something good. No, I completely agree. I mean, like the biggest exa- example recently was when we went against the Nets. We played Gasol oh. against Jeff Green and Trez against DeAndre Jordan. Like both of these matchups oh. are a disadvantage to, to us, right? Jeff Green is a lot quicker than Gasol and can get through him. Uh, like with his speed, Trez obviously has trouble against these bigger dudes like like uh, like DeAndre Jordan or DeAndre Drummonds of the world. Um, but like, if you, if you, you know, if, if I don't know, I don't know what was going on, but if you had flipped that matchup, right. I think it would be better for us. I don't know if, it, obviously, I don't know if that would have changed the, the tide of the game or, you know, the, the outcome of the game, but I think, you know, that could have helped, right. That like uh, I think yeah. better matchups um, might help. And I, I like that idea of, of, experimenting tinkering this is the time and and that's what we should be doing right like and and that's what vogel is is known for is for tinkering with with the with with the um with rotations and lineups and getting ready for the postseason i think this is the opportune time to do that um while ad is out it's the perfect time you you made a great point man i mean it's just the i forgot about that next matchup and when you say that, I remember in my head going off, going, man, like, what are we? Because I remember him playing Gasol against Embiid, and I was like, okay, so I get it. So you're playing the big guy versus the big guy who doesn't necessarily have speed. When I saw Jeff Green and Gasol, I thought to myself, what are we doing, man? What is happening? What is happening right now? And I think that's what I'm going back to, just the decision-making, right? Like, that's the wrong experiment. <laughs> that's not the right experiment. No, right, like, right. That's not you working. only have you only have a big and a half. Trez is not a big, really. So you you have you have Trez who's who's really uh not a big, and you have Marcus All who is a big, and you flip it. Like you just said, DeAndre Jordan is not gonna shoot a three. Jeff Green is, right? Right. I sure. would trust Trez on the perimeter more than I would trust Marcus All. So it's just it's just stuff like that, and you're going, that's not an experiment that I want to see. I I'd rather you experiment with the guards and the obvious lineups, right? Yeah, it, it just yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because that almost drove me nuts. 
Dude, that drove me nuts. <laughs> but uh, all right. So I think that was a good discussion. Um, let's uh, let's take our, our last break here. Obviously, okay. there's a lot of things that uh, a lot of things that have to happen for the Lakers to start winning again. Um, but uh, really, it's up to them to make that those those moves. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah. all right. Well, I guess uh, when we come back, um, we have we do have some. Um, I guess, trade rumors that uh, have come out. So we're going to talk about those before we end the pod. Right. I think I'm excited to talk about it. So uh, stay tuned, guys, and um, we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey, guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree, there isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with Devon Johnson of Showtime Forum. Um, so, rumor mill, right? We got a few uh, trade rumors, rumors right? Yeah. Buyout rumors going around. Obviously, we know breaking news, right? Um, mm-hmm. Quinn Cook, he was waived uh, to make, uh, according to the reports, two roster spots available for buyout markets, for, for you know, for the buyout market. Um, the Lakers are able to sign two players using a prorated veteran minimum exception. So uh, obviously this will open up the possibility of them also, um, taking back some salary in a trade, but, uh, you know, I want to pause real quick before we get into the, these other trade rumors or, or buyout rumors, right. Or uh, yeah. whatever you call them, but. Let's talk a little about Quinn Cook. I think that he he deserves a little bit of our, you know, a shout out, right? Because he's one of our guys, man. I, I unfortunately, you know, it's a business, but yeah. he's one of our guys, right? Yeah, yeah. He, I, I remember when he when we waived him, and then we ended up signing him back. Just watching how Twitter reacted, and everybody loves Quinn Cook, man. I mean, outside yeah. of Jared Dudley, right? I can't think of another player that doesn't need production to gain fan support. And, uh, you know, but well, you said it, man, it's a business. I think the Laker fans at this particular point in the season are, are so worried about how we're going to go into the playoffs that, you know, they see the Quinn Cook waving as necessary. You know, I, I think sure. people want to see that spot be used by somebody who can contribute um, at this time. But you said it earlier, you know, Quinn Cook still has a shot, man. Like he still can hit that three. 
Um, and he's been known, even with the limited time he had, to make an impact. So I know he's going to land somewhere, but, man, I hate seeing him go. Me too, man. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. But, but, you know, the Lakers have a tight window to collect as many championships as possible mm. while LeBron and AD are still a duo, right? Yep. Um, we have another chance this year. And unfortunately, as as hard as it is to say, like Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook is not going to to stand in that way of us getting that championship. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's the reality of it. And um, yeah. I, I wish there were better options, but uh, um, I'm sure, like you said, Quinn Cook will find its way his way to another team. And it sounds like, according to Shams, that there are some teams that are already interested in in him. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's gonna fit somewhere, even if it's not a contender, and he's gonna be in the league. This is not gonna be the end of, end of his road, um, but you know, I, I just can't think of a guy who literally had Laker roots all through his childhood. Right, man. You know what I mean? Coming from Golden State, was already a champion, came over here, and uh, and and listen, was a champion again. But I knew there was something wrong when they left him off that bus after they won the championship. <sighs> I said, yeah, Quinn probably ain't going to make it for another season or two. <laughs> so, Man. You know, that was kind of rough. But, you know, he's... he's that like was he's rough. Like, that was rough. Yeah, he's he's going to be fine. He's going to be good. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, all right. So these these uh, rumors, right? Um, we were hearing from all over, back and forth, kind of like a roller coaster here yeah. about DeMarcus Cousins, right? From the Houston Uh-oh. Rockets. Looks like uh, the, the Rockets waived him. Right. Or and um, he's now in the buyout market. Um, the reports were that the Lakers were interested. Then we got other reports that said that uh, pretty much like Lakers aren't expected to reunite with DeMarcus Cousins with Boogie. No. no. Um, we also heard about Hassan Whiteside potentially oh, yes. that the Lakers might be potentially interested in 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 pursuing him. Um, there's also some talks about PJ Tucker. Yeah. Um, again, from the Rockets, I don't know what's. I know the Rockets aren't <laughs> doing so well right now, so maybe that's you know that's the team to pick on to the, this year. Um, you know, there's other there were other rumors out there, right? There's Mo Bamba, there's uh, uh, Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, but uh, you know, I just want to hear your thoughts on on these rumors and and what do you think of them and um, whether you like them or not or whatever. Listen, we 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 have been talking about and since the very beginning of the season that the buyout market was going to be something that we were going to be looking at regardless. I think the record, you know what I mean. I think I think we knew that. I think what now that we're about thirty plus games in, we know exactly what we're missing. Where we help, Um, it makes the it makes the buyout market interesting, and it's still not over. No, but I think I think for a lot of people, when the first thing we think of is we need a big man presence who can handle, you know. The, the minutes that that Gasol can't handle exactly, and every, everybody went straight to Boogie. I think people forgot just how much of a liability on defense Boogie has been. Yeah, <laughs> and his defensive numbers are lower than Marks. Like that's that's saying a lot, right? Um, it would have made it. It would have made a more. He would have made a much bigger impact last year with the help of Javale and Dwight being in that back in that backcourt. Sure, of course, true. Dwight wasn't signed at that time. Right, so right. you know. Um, so I don't sure. think Boogie's the answer. I think it would have been nice to kind of just see Boogie playing again. Uh, but don't forget the reason why Boogie was even going to come to the Lakers last year, or the reason he came was because there was a phone call from that. It was Rondo AD 
and Boogie. Right. 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 They had that synergy together. Um, he's no not going to find that. Yeah. Right. He's not going to find that. And not to mention, you know, he's just not that guy uh, anymore. He's not the same Boogie. Uh, as far right. as ever, people, man, Blake Griffin makes sense with AD out. Doesn't make as much sense with AD back. Not sure um, if the numbers are going to work. Right. I, I, I'm almost positive those numbers won't work. Um, <laughs> You know, it's just, it, there's so many options. This is what the, the mantra that we have at Showtime at this point is in Polinka, we trust. That's and, right. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, I think we all question the Dwight Howard signing right. last year. Not in, in, not in the in the sense, because it, it made sense. It was no risk for the Lakers. It was non-guaranteed. You mess up, you're gone. Right? Right, 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 uh, right. It He ended up being one of the most crucial pieces to us getting a chip. Exactly. Yep. The conversation is, can that be Whiteside? Right. A guy who's been known to be a disruption, a knucklehead a little bit, bounced around from team to team, uh, obviously has some issues paying attention on the court. But can the culture of the Lakers form him into something that could be almost a renovation to his career, much like it was with Dwight? Dwight's playing in Philly right now on a contender because of the rehabilitation that happened with the Lakers. So can you utilize that? Can you give Whiteside the same kind of deal on a contender? Say, hey, you're going to play these minutes. you got to earn it. you got to be and have LeBron as a leader. Phil Handy and Jason Kidd and Lionel. Like having all these coaches around him that can really feed into it. I, it intrigues me. But I'm telling you, my favorite, my favorite scenario is Andre Drummond. I just, I know he's not <laughs> the greatest center in the league. He's nowhere near that. No. But when you talk about somebody who can provide you 20 rebounds, Whew. On a team like the Lakers, who need to have interior need presence, they need that so bad. Figure out a way, Polinka, to get that man out of Detroit. Free drumming and get him to LA, man. Get this dude a chip. I think he'd be great. I think he'd be great. But I don't even know if the mo- if the money works with that. But honestly, that's my I have, in the sky dream. Right. Honestly, I have no idea. When we played drumming, <laughs> dude, like like we were saying before in the pod, like he put up some big numbers. <laughs> And and real. it was AD, you know, AD was playing that game. <laughs> Obviously, like we know that AD was, you know, wasn't hundred percent right. Like, like the issue that he has now, it's uh, um, you know, we had a doctor come in and physical therapist come in, and he he said that you know he had a chronic issue. This has been going on for who knows how long, so yeah. it's been bothering him. That's probably the reason why we've seen a little bit of AD struggling. Obviously, but but like. Uh, that's an aside, but <laughs> I regress. But like, but like, yeah. still, Drummond was destroying us, dude. Like, he was he was balling that game, man. That he did it multiple times this season, and I get it, right? I get like you know, like Detroit's doing a different thing, and they 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 have way too many bigs. One of the questions was about Javale. I know that that question came up. I don't know how you feel about Javale, but like there was talks about him potentially being bought out. Um, you know, take because the Lakers, yeah, because the Lakers traded for him, they can't trade for him back in the same season, but they can get him sure. on a buyout. Sure, right. Um, and and we remember Javel. You know, Javel had some years here. He was here, you know, for a minute. Right, right. And uh, I don't know. I mean, like at this point, I'll take Javel, dude. I'll take him back, dude. I think Come he's, on. you know, he's a he plays great defense. Obviously, yeah. there, there's some points like we saw last year that. Uh, yes. Some mistakes, just you know, it's a little goofiness around there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but, yeah. But 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 I would I would take him back because we need some interior presence, man. We do, and I want to see. And, and, and Javale didn't want to leave. I think that's the biggest thing I want to point people to. He didn't ask to go to Cleveland. You know, know what I mean? It was no, that's like, true. Oh, I want to go to Cleveland. 
Uh, did I say Drummond in Detroit? Drummond's in Cleveland. I'm in sorry. Cleveland, I, right, I right, right. Could, yeah, I'm thinking back to the Golden days. Uh, but yeah, I, I think JaVale will be great. But we need a big, and then P.J. Tucker to me <sighs> is an amazing, I'm using the word consolation prize. The difference with that is you have to give up something. For you that. do. You have to trade someone, man. Um, and I, I don't know who the Rockets really want. It, I, I, in my head, once you get rid of Tucker, you've waived Boogie after guaranteeing his contract. Um, I, I just I don't know what the Rockets want in return. I don't know what. Yeah, they, maybe someone. I don't know what they want. They might want THT. I, Would you take trade THT for Tucker? And I'm speaking. I mean, to these are Tucker David. for Tucker. I, listen, Tucker for Tucker. No, I, no, no. Tht to me is something that you've invested way too much time into. True. To let that experiment go this early, because then you're gonna have right. a Brandon Ingram on your hands, right? Right. Where they go away and they ball out, and you'd be like, "Yeah, dang, dude, we missed out." Exactly. Missed right. Out on that one. Yeah. They're yeah. not gonna make that mistake again. But I or do Julius Randall. Oh my god. Or Julius. And, and congratulations to Julius. Julius, Randall. man. Making the, like he's earned that spot. It's, that's not a consolation, nothing for him. He earned that All Star spot. So shots out to him. Been balling, man. Now here's a, this is something random. I know we're side note a little bit, but I know yeah, this, whatever. This, this really makes Lonzo the only draft pick, the only lottery draft pick from the Lakers who hasn't been selected to the All Star. Right, right, right. D'Angelo Russell, uh, obviously Brandon Ingram. That's that's very interesting. Uh, but but yeah, I, I think uh, having PJ Tucker would be great for perimeter defense and being able to shoot the three. That I really want to see. I just don't want to trade anybody important. I'd trade Morris and McKinney. All right, all right. And I Morris love Morris and McKinney. Uh, I do too. Yeah, I, love, I love I love Morris. Right. I feel like we got the there's, better twin. There's not a lot of assets that we can. Not sorry. I don't like to use the word assets, but I just did did. But like <laughs> like like um. We don't have a lot, a lot of players, right? That we could we could trade out, like without depleting our depth, right? Because de- yeah. depth is is one of our strengths this season, right? It was supposed to be one of our strengths, right? Yeah. And you know when we start to it's like it's like whack a mole, right? But when you when you <laughs> when you whack a mole, there's another one that comes up, like unintended yep. consequences, right? So I don't I don't know, like who knows, who knows what the Lakers will do, but like. Going back to what you yeah, showed time for him, right? In, in yeah. Blinko, we trust, right? I, I think that that's really uh, for us fans. That's that's really us right now. That we need to really trust Rob Polinka right now to make the right moves, to make the smart moves. Going Listen, I mean, he in his first year after all of that summer drama, he signed, he put together a roster that other people said would never work. Mm-hmm. Won a chip, won a right. championship, right? Right, right? And then this year somehow out of nowhere nobody i don't think there's anybody in this planet outside of maybe lebron who woke up to the news that montrez hero had signed with the lakers going <laughs> oh yeah that made yeah i saw that coming a mile away so you know you get a six man of the year the 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 runner up six man of the he starts getting all these people knowing that you have flex you had uh, uh salary cap flexibility issues you know sure. we had to sign somebody and we we wanted gasol people forget that we were begging for gasol right shipped out the people that we need to ship out in order to get the cap space. He's going to make something happen. I just, like you said, it's the whack-a-mole. What is it going to cost us? Um, and that's where I think the trust is going to have to come in. We may end up getting rid of a piece that some people may not agree with. I don't think it's going to be THD. I don't think it's going to be Coos. Um, no way. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Dudley either. I think Dudley's nah. going to stay. Nah, he's um, got to so, stay. Yeah, he's going to make some kind of move. And when he makes that move, it's going to benefit us greatly ever. Yep, I completely agree. 
Yeah. All right. So, all right. We have a few games here that I want to quickly, quickly, quickly preview. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, we have a we have a big one coming up. Oh, please don't don't remind me. We have the don't Jazz. They are balling right now. We've got Portland, Dame Dalla. And then we have the Warriors. Um, and everyone seems to be healthy with the Warriors now. Like I know that there were some I- I- injury issues or whatever going on there. But yeah. looks like they're yeah. all healthy steps back or whatever. But um what do you think of these next few games? How do you think they're gonna they're gonna turn out for us? I I think for us, um I think Utah is going to be a problem. Here's the thing. Here's the, Dude, here's the issue. Dude, I, I, I might not even watch it. No, I'm kidding. No, I'll, no, watch no, no, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. This this to me is where LeBron shines the greatest, right? Okay. Is when the expectation is you're going to lose. Sure. And I point, I point back to when a healthy Golden State with Clay and Steph and – and we went up there. This is the year that LeBron got injured with his groin. Sure. And we were smacking the Warriors. Dude, right? we were. We walked in there and everybody was like, the Lakers about to get ran out the building. And that's when LeBron was like, I'm turning on, I'm going, I'm going maximum velocity at these cats. And he sure. did it and, and they did it. I think the Jazz for him is going to be that game to show, I know we've lost three games, but don't get it twisted. Right. right. Don't forget who wears the crown. Don't forget who. So I think that's going to be that game. I think Portland is always going to be an issue regardless. They were, you know, LeBron knows how to play Portland. Sure. No, we showed that in the bubble. He knows exactly yeah. how that he knows team how to play. plays. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, I think he's going to be fine with that. The Warriors to me is the team that I said would be the dark horse. Everybody laughed at me, but they're eighth right now in the playoff front. They are, man. In the West. Right. Um, and they're only getting better. Right, they're only getting better. So I, I think it's very possible we could come out one and one and two these next three games. Yeah, very possible we can come out three and zero. Oh. We could, right? It's very possible. I do not believe in any way, shape, or form we lose the next three games. I don't think we go zero and three. I just I don't I don't see that happening. I don't I don't either. I don't either. I don't think LeBron don't, would have it. Obviously, we'll have Schroeder nope. back. Hopefully, yes. So yes. that will ignite yes. some some offensive power. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like that that will help us out. Um, hopefully he'll be back on Port- against Portland, right? Yeah, and, and he's chomping at the bit, man. Like this is different than an injury. When you're injured right. and you know you can't go, you just kind of settle in with that thought. But it's almost like I don't know, man. Like it, like you know, Schroeder's a very passionate ball player who wants Ooh. to prove himself. Yeah, yeah. And and someone came and just told him, hey, you can't play the next few games, right. like. We don't know There's the situation, right? Right, right. We, we don't know. Yeah, we know he's not injured. We know that. Right. But we don't know what the, all the dynamics around it. But what we do know is that when he gets back on that court, he's going to be fully rested. Yeah. And and he's going to be going up against Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and all that. And I think all that's going to get him going. And uh, I, I'm I'm dying to see how it's going to work. But I think it I think that is LeBron's statement game of the season is going to be against the Jazz. Let's hope. I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping he comes out there, dude. Like like 2016 LeBron James, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, man. He can turn back the hands of time when he needs to, man. And, and here's the thing: like anytime you see a team on a win streak, that's when you know that they're in danger of losing. So they're going for the Jazz are going for their 15th home win. Yeah. Okay. That you're that they're waiting to be beaten, and I think that's going to be what the Lakers need, man. And it probably will be something by like. 
nine points, seven points. It ain't gonna be nothing, no double digit, but we gonna win. That's that's my prediction. How many how many Laker fans do you think are gonna be in the Jazz Stadium? I know they're, they're letting some fans in. So how many Laker fans? It's very strange, man. The Jazz fans only care when they're good. So I don't know if they're gonna come out because the record is great. But I guarantee you, at least half of that stadium, I don't care how many people they let in, is gonna be Lakers. You think so? You think so? Hope Listen, so. let's not let's also not forget. I just want to point this out as well that the Lakers' road record is tremendously different than their home record. That's true. That is very so. Very we, so yeah, we're gonna walk into that place, and it's gonna be a different team because for whatever reason, they decide to play better when they're on the road. I don't know right. why. Right. Right. So. Well, we'll see. see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see. Donovan's balling though, man. He's Dude, averaging he's twenty-four balling. points a game. He's he's hitting them. All star, All star this year. All star, well deserved too. Well deserved. Yep. All right, guys. I think that does it for today. Devon, thanks for joining the show, man. Appreciate you hopping on. My honor, man. I I appreciate it once again. We got to do this again and have yes. you on our podcast, man. All right, that sounds uh, good for real. Because obviously we have plenty to talk about going for the rest of the season. So can't wait. For sure, for sure. As always, though, you're welcome to come back on ours as well. Thank you, man. Uh, guys, um, all right. Thanks for joining the show. We we appreciate you uh, listening in. We're available on Dash Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many other listening platforms. Uh, do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. Um, it'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers to get the, Laker, the latest Laker news. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.